or should we say podcast one of EA Life and uh, it's brought to you by Holly Bailey and myself, Amanda Vincey. We are so excited to be here today, aren't we Holly? We are very excited to be here. Yep, in fact we've already done a couple of bloopers so um, I'm sure they'll be coming your way soon. (laughs) They're great. (laughs) They are fantastic. But look, we, uh, this, this whole podcast really came about because we sat down uh, one afternoon over some wines, which is when you get the most creative, I think. Yeah, that's where the best <laughs> ideas come from. That's where the best work really happens. And we decided that there wasn't enough out there in terms of really just talking about real life as an EA, mm. um, which is where this all sort of started. And uh, for me, it was really about us sharing our story and um, our experiences over the years and also to get stories from other people. Mm. Yeah, I think that's one of my favourite ways to learn and to really hear about what a day in the life of another EA looks like and what I can take from what she does day to day. And I think really just being real about just having a human experience in the EA role, sometimes it's it's great and there's, you know, the, the days are... The, the days are full of ups and downs and sometimes it's awesome and sometimes it's really hard work and I think just being honest and open about that is beneficial for the whole industry and for all of our colleagues. Yeah, yeah. I think you're spot on. I think that too many of us pretend that we have our shit together. Mm. <laughs> so we true. Just don't. Yeah. We really don't. We're all, like, we're all nearly drowning, just slowly keeping our head above water mostly. Uh, you know, there's the odd time or the odd week that we feel really good about what we're doing, but then mostly we're, we're, we're really just trying to survive and we don't talk about that. Yeah, and I find that sometimes, you know, if we're out networking or we're talking to other EAs and we want to, you know, make sure that we appear like we're, you know, of course we're good at our jobs mm. and we're, we're doing the right thing all the time, but the real, the truth is we're not doing the perfect thing all the time and we have to learn that way you know there's things that come up that we might have liked to tackle from a different direction or we might have handled better through hindsight or something Mm. like that and um i think this is a great way to to just be real and inspire and educate some other eas yeah, I love that. Lost my little. No, but I love that because there's something in the learning from our mistakes, the learning from other people. There's a book that I read uh, called Black Box Thinking, mm. and the whole concept is about the black box on a plane, how the planes crash, and they uh, look at the black box, unpack it, work out what happened, nice. so that they doesn't happen again, right? Love it. But somehow in life, especially life as an executive assistant or as an administrator, we somehow try to a lot of the time pretend that that didn't happen rather than unpacking it sharing it being real about what happened the good and the bad um, and learning from that experience definitely and Mm. I think we've touched on uh, our position as an EA Mm. and us not 
not being here saying, hey, we're the greatest EAs that ever happened yeah. in this world. God, but no. I think one of, our, <laughs> one of our strengths, and I know that we both do this, is to actually reflect on situations and think, oh, well, maybe I could have handled that better and take the time to do that yes. and really take the lessons, yeah. which is so valuable. And I think it's so easy to not do that, yeah. to just, just get busy and and overwhelmed and kind of in the day-to-day busyness you kind of sometimes can forget to just take that time and um really take the lessons yeah Mm. that that were there all along yeah so so good yeah so I suppose to start we are on this podcast in particular this session we're really going to share a little bit about (laughs) who we are because you don't know who either of us are or some of you may know some of us but um I imagine the majority of you have no idea who we are and why you should listen to us and trust me, we are not experts by any means. However, we feel that over our experience and our background, we really have something valuable to share to you. So we trust that that will be the case. Um, and I suppose let's start with hearing a little bit about you, Holly. So mm. tell, tell us a bit about you. And I don't mean by I started my career at XYZ. Yeah. All so in 2007, when. I was at Deloitte. Um, <laughs> next, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so perhaps I'll start from now and work back. Um, I currently work at a law firm as EA to the principal there Um, and it's a role that I adore. Um, I absolutely love working for um, Rob who uh, is our CEO there and uh, I think, uh, I don't want to go with this, Um, some of my greatest lessons I think to now um, as an EA and as a woman and as a human being have been to really remember that we're working with human beings mm. and at times they can be challenging it can be challenging in times that it can be amazing but to really just remember um first and foremost before the to-do list and before the busyness that i'm supporting a human and how best can i do that is when i have my best days wow that's really um, powerful yeah i that that was a real shift for me to go uh, it's it's quite I you know yeah. I'm sure you relate. There's a life it's, behind that person that life. you're supporting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And yeah. to really drop any ego around, I do this and I don't do that. Particularly mm. my current roles, it, there's it crosses between personal and professional. So yeah. it's an EAPA role. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's all encompassing, and whatever I can do best to support it from a business perspective or personal is is great and is fine by me. Um, and I think one of my other, what am I doing here? The lessons. No, my experience. Yeah, you experienced the lessons. Right? Yeah. We can do all We're of We're going to cut all of this Well, we, part. we might not. Okay. So, but let's just keep okay. going. Um, <laughs> so before I have been in, this is a smaller business. And I love that because I'm at a point where I'm really curious about learning about business and one day having one of my own. And mm-hmm. I get to learn, I get to sit next to the CEO and mm-hmm. the, the man who runs a fantastic business and just be a sponge yeah and there's such an opportunity in that and not everyone gets to do that yeah. so I love that and it's, it's different being in a small business mm-hmm. to where I've come from um, which was the EYs and the Deloitte's of the world which yeah. was again an, a great experience and I loved working there but very different mm. um, it probably would have taken me years to work out the structure of the business and all the facets and all the things that they do there mm. but within a giant like that there's so much opportunity to try things and meet people and educate yourself and and it, there's a lot to be that you can take from being in an environment like that so I know you're also really passionate about sports and particularly women in sports tell us a bit about that sure um I so when I uh 
left Deloitte, I left to start working for myself uh, and was working on a project called Play Like a Girl, which is something that I love and I'm really yes. passionate about. Um, I, that grew from myself as a young sportswoman, uh, getting to higher grades, higher levels and really uh, being challenged from a mental perspective, I guess, from off-field um, challenges and, and really now as an adult, I'm passionate about working with young women to help them get drafted or uh, just push to the higher levels and kind of exceed what they think is possible for them. And mm. you know, that's a passion we share, yes. talking about the Absolutely. thinking that's going to get you to where you want to go. Um, so, yeah, so I, I left Deloitte, which took me six to 12 months to make that decision to, to really go out and back myself and, and learn what it would mean to be a business owner. and. Um, I, I have learnt so much in that period and mm. a, a lot about myself and a lot about where I need to develop and some of the things I'm good at and uh, so yeah that, that's an area that I that I really love um, and I think prior to working in those larger organizations I was in a mid-tier financial advisory firm and um, that's where I was really encouraged to network which has been a huge part of so many things I've been able to do. Yeah, Holly's a bit of a network I am, gun. I am a networkaholic. So, um, we might actually, she actually is a networkaholic, so we actually may do a podcast on networking 101, and Holly yep. will be the main star on that one because she's just, there's so many things that I've learnt from Holly's networking. She just, there's not a person she doesn't know in the room. <laughs> I, I quite she like now, I think most, the, most EA events all be more than comfortable to show up to because I'll, li I'll likely know someone there, which is a great thing. Um, but I remember when my very first boss, he, my, in my first EA role, he would say, you know, I, re I really recommend that you start networking and I would have been 20 maybe. And I thought, so you want me to go to a room full of women that I've <laughs> never met by myself and like, and what? And just, and say, hey, I'm Holly and talk to them. <laughs> I went to the first one and I had sweat dripping down my back. I thought, what the hell am I doing? What am I even going to talk about? And it's funny now to reflect on that, mm. I don't know, eight, nine years down yeah, the track. Wow. Um, and I love networking. Yeah. I, I, I am energized by other people. So I really like being in those rooms. Mm. And what I've learned from being in those rooms has actually changed the course of my career and wow. what I've thought possible for myself. Wow. I've met mentors through there um, that have believe, had belief in me that I may not have seen. So they've encouraged mm. me to do things I might not have done. Or wow. I've had different executives that have just, that I've learned from and um, yeah, have, have opened up a new, uh, like a new kind of part of, what am I looking for? Business. A new, um, cause you're doing quite a lot of this in your current role. Yeah, right, in terms of business development. Definitely. So your role now has evolved so much in that space that you're actually providing business development in your networking. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So now probably at some point for a period of time it was more social, Yeah. Um, which was great because I, I didn't have an EA network and I, I love now that often we'll do work or we need contacts in a certain organisation, I can call and say, hey, I actually know someone there can you put me in touch with someone, which is really beneficial for me and for my organization. Um, but yeah, I think what I was trying to think of is, you know, when you go traveling or yes. you do something new and you thought, oh, there's this whole world of 
there's this whole world that I was I'd never knew about yeah I didn't even know it existed and then your eyes you kind of opened up to that there's so much what's more possible. than what I know yeah what's yeah possible? it's that moment of awareness when that it's like the penny drops and all of a sudden you see that you've deleted so much opportunities from your life because you just it's just it's just completely been out of awareness but once you see it it's yeah like, holy I've been missing out yeah and how common is it to just just be in like tunnel vision of your own life yeah. and realize there's you know there's whole other countries and whole other mm. experiences out there that we've not even stumbled yeah. across yet and there's just it is, it's just so much out there and yeah. I think meeting those new people or having a go at something you might not have done before is just so expansive and yeah, um, yeah I've really valued along the way the people that I've met mm. um, I think they've been the turning points. I was, yeah. we, uh, I might just share Amanda yeah. and I um, talked about, we'd, we'd share some a little bit about our journey and our story. And uh, as, I, as I went through it, a couple of things came up. Um, <laughs> one was that some of the more significant turning points was people, mm-hmm. um, people that I'd met and that, yeah, I'm really grateful for those people and I'm lucky to have come across them. And secondly, I went through it and thought, I'm not sure what to share. I, I don't know. It brought up a lot of a lot of stuff within me. Going, what what's valuable here? What what's actually going to help others, and what what can I bring? Um, and I know Amanda, you shared a little bit of that. Yeah, with me. I think it's yeah. just perfect because here I am, only a week ago, hearing hearing Holly's amazing story about how she wound up where she is now, and and really reflecting and and judging my own story, going. Why do I, you know, maybe I'm in the wrong industry. Maybe I'm in the wrong profession. Maybe I really aren't the right person to be really driving this this space for EAs and, and administrators after hearing, you know, where you are. And it just, it's so funny because we live life like uh, we're all inadequate in some way. Completely. Yeah, and it actually gets in the way of so much happiness, so much joy, so much fulfilment. It's that moment where we get ourselves out of the way to experience that, that yeah. magic happens. And I think that's part of the beauty of what this podcast will bring to others, yeah. to to acknowledge that we're all having feelings along, you know, we might be feeling, experiencing some of that ourselves yeah. um, and that we're, you're not alone, you know, it's mm. it's the human experience and, yeah. and, and the EA life, we're all... Um, we might be battling things or you know, yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah we all are we're all battling things mm. and we tend to f- pretend that that's not happening yeah <laughs> we try to walk over those things like no 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 that's not what's actually happening mm. yet there was something that happened for holly today that almost had her not show up today i almost <laughs> was not here <laughs> oh. and you know there's something that significantly happened for me when i had to put my story down on paper yeah you know that got in the way of who i could be here on this podcast so i think that there's definitely some value in that definitely yeah. some of that inner critic that mm. comes up i remember speaking on a um, panel a few years ago and I wrote a bio, but and then when it came out and got sent out to hundreds of people, I went into meltdown thinking, <laughs> oh my God, people are gonna read this, is it true? People are gonna be wondering why the hell she's on there. And it's just, it's the, yeah. it's craziness. Mm. And that again came up today and I almost thought, ah, oh, yeah, I, I, I almost avoided it. And yeah. I think that can be fairly common to avoid something that, yeah. that, you know, brings up fear or brings up those voices that can yeah. be really quite uncomfortable at yeah. times. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. I can think of so many times in my <laughs> career where I've avoided some pretty phenomenal opportunities 
based on my fear of stuffing up mm. or people seeing that maybe I actually don't have my shit maybe together. Maybe I'm not perfect. <laughs> maybe oh I'm not my, perfect. Imagine. Imagine that, really. <laughs> you know, there is, everyone else has their shit together. How come I don't? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's just it's a really crazy thing that we go into this cycle of trying to look good when really we all are just trying to make it. We're all just trying to make it. Yeah, just doing the best we can. Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit. Tell us a little bit more about your story and how you came to be here. <laughs> well, um, you know that it was quite hard for me to write this down <laughs> because I feel like my story is pretty, um, pretty small and insignificant. But uh, which is so untrue. <laughs> like, I, I had the same when yours. I read yours. I thought, oh my goodness, you've got so much credibility here because you've done a lot of consulting and you've done a lot of speaking. And I thought. Am I going to be able to keep up with you? It's hilarious that we're both having this stuff come up. It's so it's so funny. We, we probably really just oh. need to get over it because, uh, you know, we are here for you guys. Yeah. Right? We can put our stuff aside. Yeah. We can somehow yeah. try to put our yeah. stuff aside so we can make a difference for you. Um, however, for me, I suppose that I started, like most of us, I suppose, as an, an entry-level administrator uh, a team assistant actually uh, and I was supporting one manager at the time however it was a large large group of people and I just remember feeling so out of depth in terms of what I could do I really felt like I never lived up to what was possible for that role mm. uh, and and the manager that I supported at the time was doing the best with what he had and at that time he was fairly new to the role he wasn't the best leader um, by any means but um, you know he, he was doing the best with what he had and he really didn't know how to use me and I didn't know how to use me yet um, and it's really funny actually because I recently reflected there's uh, still very close with a lot of people that I worked with back then when I was there and I, re I recently went to that office where I worked and caught up with a few people and I was just smacked in the face with how bad I was as an EA. <laughs> I thought I was really thriving, but I tell you what, I was really just staying above water. And what I was doing then was just so far from exceptional and fulfilling work that it's really quite embarrassing. <laughs> uh, you know, but in that there's so much learning that was had from that experience. And I'm so grateful from that experience because it's had me see uh, that there are so many of us that go through our journey and our career as EAs in that space for far too long. Mm. We just stay there and we don't know how to get out and we think this is as good as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be as good as it gets, right? You know, everyone else has got, got it together. This must be uh, the best of the best, but it's just so not. And mm. it wasn't until I really looked at having a career change uh, and there's nothing like a move, a physical move out of your environment that has you reflect on where you are in life and where you want to be. Mm. And I just always felt like I had more to give and aspire to. Um, and it wasn't until I made the move from Western Australia to, per uh, to Melbourne, Victoria, that I thought, well, stuff it. If I'm ever going to do it, it's now. I'm going to look for something else. But when I moved, I had no idea where and what and how. So I spent a bit of time doing some searching and uh, unfortunately money ran out pretty quick <laughs> to get a job and the only thing I knew how to do was uh, to be an EA. So I started looking for temp work and or any work in fact and I, um, I had two opportunities come up almost uh, at the same time. One was and I, I actually really think about this often because 
both of them would have had me take very different life paths. Mm. Uh, one was working in um, in a really cool uh, environment where it was it was actually working for Vic Racing to a very senior exec there and it just it had all the bells and whistles that you would want you know mm. at 29 28 years old and I just wanted to you know enjoy that lifestyle that I thought was the lifestyle of an EA and uh, then there was this other opportunity that came up working for a, a small firm that did development uh, for leadership leadership development for CEOs and executives they're a small firm in Australia although globally um, they had offices all over the world and when I started, when I went for that interview, it was so um, not what you would, it, it, it's funny because I think, why did I take that job? It was paying really lousy. It was, <laughs> it was far from home at that time. But there was something that, that um, drew on my heartstrings. There was something that I was connected with, which was far beyond just going to work every day. It was making a difference and it, I was connected to the values of that business for sure. So I took that job and mm. uh, it wasn't sh long after that that I remember working with uh, another EA there who was just phenomenal. She was a coach and she did so much stuff outside of work that was just amazing. And I remember watching her coaching one of the consultants there at the firm and I remember thinking, that is what I want to do. Mm. I would love to do that. So very quick after that, I um, started studying. Actually, that's where Holly and I met. It is. So we've got a bit of history uh, studying together, uh, and that's where we met. And uh, I just decided that's what I wanted to do to to move more into that into that space. And uh, I, I wanted to move away from being an EA. So I just kept pushing myself out of my comfort zone. It was almost like, if not now, then when. Uh, was my motto. Uh, so I just kept doing things that scared the hell out of me. I would speak at events. I would, um, I would uh, coach and mentor a lot of the executive assistants that we supported there at that that firm. And uh, and then I just and then we started looking at. I started looking at uh, the business in a whole another way, similar to Holly's story. I started looking at how can we really bring business in. How can I? do business development at this firm mm. so that is when so I'm able to contribute to the goals of the business yeah, which nice. sounds like exactly your it story is, yeah, right yeah and it's such a different space mm. isn't it mm. because you just learn so much more about the business yeah. that you just did not even know existed before that um, it allows you to make really smart decisions mm. because you're informed completely um, it, I think I shared with you yeah. um, I went to a, a a few years ago now went to an EA um, event and they had a CEO talking and he he was quite a uh, very direct in how he communicated mm. and uh, I remember thinking wow okay he, he, <laughs> he just said this is what you need to do and I thought at the time okay um, I don't know that he's ever been an EA before but this is what I was thinking at the time and then he's like you know you need to know the ins and outs of the business mm. you need to know revenue you need to know you know, mm. the, all the be across the services all and, and all of that. And I thought my naive little Holly Bailey at the time thought, <laughs> really? Like, I just am dominating the diary. I know exactly what's happening in the inbox. You know, um, so good. I, you know, and I just, I thought, I don't have time to learn like, all that, that stuff. has <laughs> never been an EA. I don't have the time. And I so shared great. that with you a couple of weeks ago. And I thought, Oh my God, the ignorance. Mm. And now I reflect on going out and speaking on behalf of the business, 
quite comfortably and I'm proud to do so. And how could I really, really support my exec not knowing that stuff? Like, it's actually crazy that I thought that was okay. <laughs> like you, I thought I was killing it. And now I reflect and go, mm, maybe I wasn't that great of an EA. <laughs> but I yeah. was so busy doing stuff. Yeah. That yeah. I thought that was what, yeah, what what meant I was a good a good EA. Hundred so. percent. I think that so <laughs> so many of us are busy. There's no doubt in my mind that I was not sitting on my ass waiting for five p.m. to roll around. Like I know I wasn't, and I know that that wouldn't have been the case for you. True. We were busy, but we were working on things that were just not important. Yeah. They weren't moving the needle closer to the goals of the business. Yeah. Uh, could I actually articulate the goals of the business? No, mm-hmm. I couldn't. You know, did I know, did I read or give a crap about the strategic plan? Yeah. No, I didn't. So there was a definite shift that happened and partly because I thought I, you know, part of the, part of it was me not being smart enough to know or not good enough to know. So I just avoided that, that kind of space. Mm. Um, but yeah, when I really started to do more of that, it, it just became so much more rewarding. Yeah. So it's, much it, more rewarding. You feel really part of the business and the decisions that you're making really contribute to yeah. the broader perspective or the yeah, yeah the broader picture of things. Yeah. And, and then I, I, I find that it gives me confidence and more credibility even in yeah. meetings oh, internally. Yeah. Because yeah. I actually know what's going on and, and you know, people trust that I, that I know what's going on and that my decisions are coming from the right place. And yeah. same, and externally as well, I really value that people trust me. Mm. And, and yeah, I, I imagine before, it, I don't know what, I don't know yeah. what would have happened out there. I know. It, it's quite laughable it's now. It's scary to think, to think about How do I even <laughs> talk about the business? I, or the, or, I don't know. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. It's so true. And I, you know, I think back to so many times where I was in meetings and I felt the urge to speak up. And although I, you know, after I would kick myself for not doing it because I might have said something that some, I might have thought of something that someone else would have said, I didn't have the certainty in myself because I just didn't know the history behind it. Mm. I kind of knew what to say in the moment, but I didn't know, well, what are all the facets and pieces of that particular context so then I could handle some, uh, I could handle a rebut or someone mm. saying to me, hey, actually, have you thought of that? Before I just knew that I didn't have all of that, so I couldn't handle it, which stopped me from speaking up. Yeah. So yeah, I can hear that. It's like it's it's like the foundation or the fundamentals, so that you can go out and have conversations yes. with confidence. And understandably, I've been I can think of times too. I've been in a room and someone will say something that I might have said I wouldn't have said, and I've beat myself up for not speaking up. But had I known with confidence that I'd done the work, I'd probably would have you know raised my hand or made sure that. My point, point was, was you heard. know, yeah, it was heard. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and I, I'm curious to hear a little bit more about the EA that you had seen and that you looked up to, because I can think of one too. And I remember thinking, oh, she, I love what she does. I really want to be doing what she's doing. And yeah. it sounds like you've had a similar experience. Exactly. Yeah. She was so not a traditional EA. Uh, you know, she would say no for starters, which was completely out of depth for me at that yeah. time. I was a yes girl. <laughs> exactly the same. So, oh, you know, yes, okay, yes, I'll, 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 I'll answer that. the phone now. Yep. <laughs> Jeez, that was so bad. So I think that was one of the first moments of respect when she, you know, would say, no, I'm not handling that. And it was just a, there was no excuse or justification that came along with it, which I would always 
make sure that I give lots of reasoning behind my nose mm. so then they would really know that it's yeah. not because I don't want to. Yeah. She would simply say just no and um, be okay and so certain with that. Now, um, yeah, so there was a lot that I learnt from her uh, in terms of just who she is, with who she was for them. But what mostly stood out was that she was there to be to be there for them you know and I think you kind of shared about this Holly too in terms of really supporting who you support now um, Rob that you are um, there is a person behind that mm. there is a person behind who you're supporting it's not just about making sure their calendars scheduled and their 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 um, you know their cars are booked and their flights are organized it's making sure that they are taken care of holistically mm. as one whole thing and she did that remarkably you know she really did that um, which was something that I really looked up to and aspired to be and um, yeah I think that it was in that journey working at that firm that really uh, although that our values were so aligned that they weren't interested in developing EAs in this space mm. you know really one of the things that I know you and I are very passionate about is the thinking behind what we do mm. you know we if, if we don't understand that, then we'll keep doing what we're doing yeah. and nothing changes. Yeah. So uh, that is that sort of led me to leaving uh, that firm and, you know, with a heavy heart because I my mentor was just phenomenal there and, and still is. He's still very much my mentor now. And uh, that's kind of why I created the EA Institute, which is, uh, you know, all about developing EAs in that space. Uh, and, yeah, it's pretty... The rest is history, I suppose. Yeah, I remember <laughs> when we first met uh, at TC, at, yeah. uh, when we were doing our training outside um, of work, and we, I don't know how we bumped into each other, but we said we're both really passionate about supporting yeah. and developing EAs, yeah. and I thought that was so rare, yeah. for one, and we just were like beaming and <laughs> talking so fast, and just like, oh my god, I, you know, I, I we love what I, we do, but with this energy yeah. of. Um, passion behind yeah. you know supporting women in this area or just shining a light on what, what we're doing out there and um, I'm, I'm really glad that we've got to come together yeah. and really have an opportunity now to to work together and yeah. to support other women out there in our profession yeah I think you're spot on you really couldn't pull us apart <laughs> when we first yeah. met it was a little bit like geez do you guys know each other outside and no yeah, we no. literally just met an hour ago and we have been speaking all day and so, you know, Holly and I have been talking about working and collaborating together for probably about well, at least over 12 months now. Definitely. Feels like a lot longer, actually. I would have thought much longer. Only 12 yeah. months when you Is think it about really? it. really? Yeah. It would have been, it was in Jan last year we talked about, you know, this whole big domination, world domination of yeah. the EA space <laughs> and then nothing happened there. Okay. But look, we're, we're here now and yep. I think that there's so much exciting stuff coming your way, guys. Definitely. This was really an introduction yep. of who we are and what we stand for. Mm. And we're just so passionate about this space. We are. We? Yeah. yeah. It's real. Yeah. It's real. It's real. Um, and we hope that the more podcasts that we do yeah. and the more that we share that we just continue to bring value based on real human beings yeah. just getting by, you know, being awesome at what they do and loving it yeah yeah and just like just looking at life like life as a whole you know why do we do what we do you know what's um i think that there is so much of ourselves not backing ourselves so we're going to really unpack that a yeah. lot over the next uh 
and I, <laughs> I say unpack, but the people that have done my training, if they hear that, they're going to laugh at this. So I might edit that out. Why is that? Because I say unpack a lot. Oh. So you'll hear me say unpack a trademark. lot. <laughs> We're going to be unpacking um, quite a lot in the, the life of an EA and... Um, Definitely, we're going to be looking at doing some interviews with other EAs. Absolutely. That, that, you know, just hearing what does a day in the life of look like for them. Yeah. So I love the learning of sharing based on challenges that you've overcome or just like sharing from other people's experiences. That's the real stuff. Yeah. And that's the good stuff that people can really resonate with. So I'm so excited to share that. Those interviews will be so much fun. They'll be so much fun and so much, so much to take away from them, I'm sure. Definitely. And what else? We're going to be really keeping it real. There is, it's definitely going to be authentic. You know, there's no, uh, you know, as you've already seen, (laughs) we're very, um, we're very authentic about our experiences, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. Mm. And uh, yeah, we're here for you to learn, to share our experience and to share uh, with us some of your experiences. And we'd love to take some, even some input, some ideas that you might have about things that you're dealing with that we might be able to support with. And yeah, we look forward to having many more podcasts to come. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think that's a wrap. I think so. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So thanks, guys. Thanks for being on podcast one. Podcast number one. With uh, Holly Bailey and myself, Amanda Vinci. Until next time. See you guys. Bye. (laughs)